1: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Catherine Carter of Grace and Virtue Events. Catherine, it's awesome to have you on the show.
2: Yes, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: No problem. Super excited to have you on for all the awesome things that you're doing. Before we jump in, I want to read a little bit more about Catherine so you can hear about all those awesome things that she's doing. And Catherine is the owner of Grace and Virtue Events, a wedding and event planning company based in Silver Spring, Maryland. She planned her mother and stepfather's wedding in 2009, which was her first wedding. Her business name is based on a scripture given to her by her mother. Catherine is passionate about the event planning process, being creative, and working with couples and small businesses and developing business relationships with other vendors. She is a board member of the Association of Wedding Professionals of Greater Washington, D.C. She has been featured on the Hugh I Do wedding podcast, and her styled shoots have been featured in the online blogs United with Love and Storyboard wedding. Catherine, are you ready to speak to the I'm CEO community?
2: I am. I'm so excited.
1: (laughs) Me too. I'm excited to have you on as well too. So I know I touched a little bit on what I call your CEO story and and how you got started. Could you take us through a little bit more of that and and let us know exactly how you got started with all the awesome work you're doing?
2: Yeah. So I was actually thinking about this when we had spoke earlier and I was like, when did I start thinking about becoming a planner? But it it was really not a lifelong like dream or anything. And Mm -hmm. I was talking to my mom and I was just kind of like, I feel like I've always been a planner. Like, I just always have, have had those skills and I was an RA in college and like, just always plan things. And so when my mom and my stepdad were going to get married, it was like, okay, I need to help you guys. Like, we need to get this in order. We need to make this happen. And it just kind of like, just clicked and it dawned on me like, oh, like I could do this. Like Like, this is, I enjoy this. I have the skills for this. And, you know, of course, my family was very happy and very pleased with, you know, all the things that went on. And so um, I started to do other events for families and friends and really kind of found that I do enjoy this. Um, I've been in special education for 13 years and I kind of do um, planning in that role as well. And I just kind of carried it over and love it so much. yeah and and ultimately i really like i love helping people i love like problem solving and like figuring out let's have this event let's figure out how to make it happen so i just enjoy it nice
1: yeah, I absolutely love that. And, and so many times we sometimes forget um, our gifts and we have our gifts. And a lot of times it manifests itself in different ways. As you talked about being a special education teacher, obviously all the awesome work that you're doing now. And so mm-hmm. many times we want to make sure we can find our gifts. And often our gifts are the things we've been doing for years and years and years and don't even right. consider it to be anything <laughs> that everybody else can't do, but it's really Arizona right. genius. And it starts to kind of showcase itself in so many different ways.
2: Yeah. It's just one of those things where you're like, oh, oh, that could be like a job? Like, oh, I could do that? Oh, okay. And yeah, it's been yeah. it's been great.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. It also all, all often feels like we're, we're cheating when we're able to do that. So it's great yes. um, that you've been able to, to, to find that and, and help so many other people. And so I wanted to drill down a little bit deeper and hear more on how exactly you, you, you help support the clients you work with. Could you take us through a little bit more about what you do and what exactly that process looks like?
2: Absolutely. So I primarily provide planning and coordination services for weddings and social events. Um, and I do that for families, couples, and I'm really trying to get more into doing small business events um, and working with small businesses like myself um, to really help them you know, coordinate things that they want to celebrate um, and things like that. And so I offer um, either month of pl- uh, planning and coordination services for couples or full planning. And then for small business events and family events, um, those services are customized to kind of figure out what their needs are, um, and you know how to best help them implement the event um, to the best of my ability. And then also I provide uh, proposal and engagement packages, so helping those who are looking to propose pop the question in an organized manner. So um, yeah, and then I also provide um, social events for couples, and I actually started a series called Love Seed Conversations, That's and um, help couples get together, socialize. Of course, the pandemic impacted us doing that in person. So we've been doing virtual date nights monthly and um, we have a private Facebook group where couples can like socialize. And so we're trying to help couples kind of gather together on a virtual platform until we can get into person. So um, my main focus is you know, su- supporting my clients in all aspects. And so we really try to meet the needs of the client.
1: Yeah, absolutely love that. And I love the different ways and different types of events as well, too, that we kind of talked about, you know, from you being able to kind of organize that. But it definitely sounds like, um, correct me if I'm wrong, like when you have that event, it's like a very special occasion Um, Mm -hmm. and you want to make sure that it showcases, you know, everything um, that, you know, you do that you stand for and is a kind of extension of you. So I imagine that uh, you make it sound super simple, but I imagine there's a (laughs) lot more that's involved in really trying to understand the client and make sure that they have that really phenomenal event.
2: Absolutely. It really takes like a good ear to like, listen and kind of really say, you know, back to the client, like, I hear you saying this, I, you know, when you say this, I get this idea and and I get very excited about ideas. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I have to remember to like, calm down. It's okay. I don't want to overwhelm clients, but like, I love what I do. And so when I hear them saying like what they envision and, you know, you know, how they they talk about like, oh, I have this idea, but I don't know how to implement. I'm like, don't worry about it. I got that. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll figure it out. But I love hearing them talk about what makes them happy and then trying to incorporate that into whatever it is that we're planning, whether it's a wedding, a birthday party, or, you know, what have you. Like, It's
1: exciting. (laughs) Yeah. And definitely hear that passion, you know, coming out and being able to kind of be um, that person that's able to pull so many different things. Like if somebody really enjoys this or they really want a spot like that, to be able to pull all those things into a really phenomenal event is definitely um, an art. And it's great to hear that you've been able to execute on that.
2: Yeah. And I I think about like, I had a client recently and it's like, once you get past that, like idea stage and you start getting into the implementation, you know, clients definitely start to get nervous and, and Mm you know, very valid because now we're in in a situation where last minute things can change, you know, restrictions and all these different types of things. So I try to do my very best to reassure clients. Like I'm always thinking about a plan B, like that's a part of my services that I provide. Always having in the back of my mind, okay, if we can't do X, Y, Z, we need to be able to change it up and do this instead. Um, And just really making sure that clients know that like, ultimately your, my goal is to implement your vision. However, I am capable of like changing things on the fly to like make sure that like, we still have your event. We had to tweet things along the way and that's okay. I try to, you know, some people get really anxious about that and it's it's understandable.
1: Yeah, considering everything that's you know been happening, and it has happened. You know, it, it can get overwhelming, I imagine, as well too. But it's mm-hmm. great to hear. Um, and I even say usually say like I feel like the word of the year is pivot because mm-hmm. you had to change from this and change than that, and literally all yep. of us in some form, you know, shape or fashion. So it's great to hear that you understand that. And I think sometimes yeah. people just want to be heard and know that they have somebody to lean on that has that plan B and that other option of if X, Y, and Z happens, you know, we can adjust and, and make those movements and changes. So I, I love that you do that. Yeah. Um, Would you consider that to be what I call your secret sauce? The thing you feel kind of sets you apart is that ability to, of course, be able to synthesize all that information, but also be prepared if any and all things might happen.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like being able to be flexible and like always knowing that there's a plan B or that there's another option or a different way. I think I heard, I don't remember if it was a podcast or something, but I heard someone say, the answer is never no, it's yes, but, or yes, and. Right. So like. A client may be asking for something and it may be that like, yes, I can do that, but I may have to do it this way Mm -hmm. or yes, and I might have to add this or take away something, you know, like it's it's it's, the answer is usually not no. It's like it may not be the way that client may have originally planned for it, but it's it's let let me think about that or let me figure out how I can implement that while still capturing your interest or, you know, adding an additional component that nobody else has had to it, you know, things like that. Um, I think also my secret sauce is being able to support relationships. I think down, like to the bare bottom of things, it's like, I want to support your relationship and not just, you know, you're on your wedding day, but like from beginning to, you know, throughout your marriage. And so being able to provide those love seat conversations, opportunities, and being able to connect with different vendors who provide services beyond just the wedding industry. So I've, worked really hard to network with other vendors who are in you know realtor and financial advisors and different areas that along a couple's life journey they can say hey you know what we want to buy a house I'm looking for a realtor you know what I know these really great people check these people out or I know you know a really great financial advisor like did you start thinking about planning for retirement or planning for your family's future like those different things so I think I have a multiple like level of secret sauces. just because I I think having all the things available to clients is helpful. Um, And it really comes down to like the bottom line is like, I want to help support you for your life.
1: I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an Apple book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
2: Um, So one of my habits is I write everything down so that you know, I can always come back to it later. And I realized in the beginning of the pandemic, I had lists everywhere. So I had mm-hmm. lists on my laptop, lists on my phone, like all these things, because I love lists. Um, and I wanted to become more focused and effective and have at least one running list so that I could access it on my phone, on my tablet, on you know whatever.
1: Awesome. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget, and this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you to do a time machine, you might tell your younger business self.
2: I would say you can't do all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many things as a business owner that you should be doing. You're supposed to be doing. You have to be doing. Um, I think it's important to take the time to learn those things and listen and take it all in. Um, it can definitely feel overwhelming. I know, you know, I'm still kind of early in my business, but it's, I definitely was overwhelmed at one point, but like, I'm not doing this. I should be doing this. And I think it's important to, I remind myself to remember, like, take it in. Does it align with the brand and the business that I have? Um, Does it align with my goals? And if it doesn't, I have to learn that it's okay. Um, Put it on the shelf you know, on the back burner. It might be a tool that, like, I might share with you and say, hey, Gresh, like, I I found out this really cool thing. It didn't work for me, but I think it might work for you, like, and be able to share that information. Um, but just remember that, you know, sometimes you just need to listen to the advice, take a beat, see how you feel about it, you know, and then determine if it's something that you want to implement in your business or something that you just want to hold on to for a later date um, or share it with someone.
1: Absolutely. And so I, I now wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Catherine, what does being a CEO mean to you?
2: It means being courageous. Like I have been thinking about this question cause I was like, Oh gosh, what is a CEO? Like, do I consider myself a CEO and like all of these things? And, um, I really think for me, it just comes down to being courageous, taking risks, you know, in the beginning um, of my business career, I was afraid like, is this idea too cheesy? Is this too corny? Should I do it? Like just second guessing myself all the time. And it was just kind of like after so many conversations with friends and family and things like that, it was just like, like, no, I got this. Like, you know, I believe in God and it's like, I don't think that he would put this in my heart And on my mind if it wasn't something that I was meant to do so I just need to follow my passion (laughs) um, and take those risks and be courageous it is going to be scary at times Um, I believe that you know being a CEO and a business owner means that you're just going to continue to conquer those fears um, and continue to believe in what you believe in and put yourself out there and that it will work out and that you will learn the tools and tricks and strategies that you need to help you implement those ideas. I think that if it's in your heart and in your mind, you already have what's in you to to you know, implement it. So take that leap and be courageous.
1: Nice. I absolutely love that that definition, and that perspective. And I think that so many times uh, it could be nerve wracking kind of running a business, especially, you know, starting up and, and even as you go to each level, it's always a different yes. kind of challenge that you have to have and you have to, to summon up that courage, so to speak, to be able to go there. But I love what you said, too, about sometimes, you know, God given gifts. I always go back to the parable of the talents, which is my absolute favorite um, kind of uh I guess parable around entrepreneurship. Because I feel Mm -hmm. like we're all giving specific gifts and those gifts Mm -hmm. are for us to showcase to the world. So a lot of times we're looking outwardly for things that we need to be able to achieve whatever mission we have. But a lot of times we have everything we need within us and we just need to summon up that courage and that strength and and go forward with that. So I I love and I appreciate that definition.
2: I think it's a it's a growth path, right? Like we're always looking for like, oh, where's the path we've got? Like it's it's growth and taking you to the Mm -hmm. next step and you know. It's not a, it's not a short-term race. Like you said, it's a marathon. These are long-term goals. And so your path is not necessarily going to be straight getting there. It's probably going to take you in all different types of curves and loops and stuff, but um, it's worth it, I think. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, I definitely would echo that. And I think it's interesting if you look at the the stories of the most successful people, so to speak, um, they're not straight at all. They are very windy and they're very ups and down and topsy-turvy at the time we're going through today. So yeah. truly, you know, appreciate that perspective, appreciate that definition again. And what I wanted to do is, is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on.
2: Absolutely. So first, I want to just thank you, Gresh, for this opportunity um, and thank you for you know, this platform to know what it is to be a CEO and that it looks like all different types of things um, and to be able to listen to other people who've been on your podcast and, and all of the different advice and things and gems that they have to share. So I'm truly thankful for that. Um, people can find me on uh, social media. So at Grace and Virtue Events. Um, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. Um, with at grace and virtue events and for twitter it's grace and virtue underscore um, and then my website so www.graceandvirtueevents all spelled out .com, so
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, we'll definitely have those links and information in the show notes as well, too. I thank you for being, you know, one of the awesome guests that we've had on the show so that we can learn, you know, so much words of wisdom, you know, for you as well, too. And I appreciate, you know, the foundation of your business, the reminders of that you gave us about, you know, relationship and being able to build and grow that in so many different ways. So appreciate you again. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day.
0: Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.ca i am ceo is not just a phrase it's a community be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on itunes google play and everywhere you listen to podcasts subscribe and leave us a five-star rating grab ceo gear at www.ceogear.co this has been the i am ceo podcast with gresham harkless thank you for listening